alive. We're still here. We had the flashback show last week because it was insane. There was CPAC insanity, tons of other stuff going on. But we're back. You can't keep us away. You can't stop us. You can only hope to contain us. How you doing over there, Gimlet? Feeling pretty uncontainable. Good. That's fantastic. Now, the last time I saw you was Mm -hmm. in a parking lot in Orlando. Yes. And we're like, I'm busy. You're busy. How's it going? Come on over. We're doing ribs. It's going to be cray cray. And then, and then you disappeared, and I disappeared. So how, how was CPAC? Don't worry, everybody. We're gonna we're gonna talk about Ukraine. We're gonna get into Ukraine. Um, CPAC was good. Our condo left a lot to be desired. Um, I I have put all over my Twitter account. Don't ever rent from these people in particular in Orlando because in our condo the AC broke. Oof. The washing machine broke. Oof. Um, and I like to come home with clean clothes. So the last day I'm there, I like wash all my stuff, pack it, and I just come home and put it in drawers, right? Wow. Yeah, no, that wow. didn't happen. Um, and then what else? So the air conditioning broke. It was 76 the first night we were there, and we had to stay up till almost 1 in the morning to get it fixed. The washing machine broke and was never fixed. Oh, and on the tile floor in the kitchen, there was a persistent leak coming out of the, the refrigerator freezer. That took us two days to get fixed, and I had my two parents there who were both in their 70s and really wasn't wanting them to slip and fall. So, yeah, that was lovely. That would be drastic. And the people, the, the people were so freaking rude. So rude. It is, uh, we'll get into uh, a bunch of other stuff later, but I guess, I guess I'd, if you've got the right spot, I was never a huge fan of the Airbnbs. Like I've done. Mm-hmm. Uh, Airbnbs in Nashville before, back when we were doing the the first episode of that show tonight, and that was a very cool one. And that was like the first somebody bought a house in Nashville in kind of an an iffy neighborhood. I think they bought the house for like fifty grand a couple of years ago, fixed it up, new coat of paint, blah 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 blah, and they are just making bank. The condo we were staying in, I was staying in, it, we had like the Sopranos vibe going on. I was staying with, with a bunch of like uh, like biker dudes. We had a dude who's just who was just cooking the whole time. It was like it was like Goodfellas. It was so it was so awesome. Every time we walked in the door, there was like, what did you do? I got pork loin. You want pork loin? You want some green beans? You want some garlic bread? It was amazing. But in that condo place in Orlando, whoever owned uh, ours is just going to be making bank. Just going to be making bank. Mm -hmm. Just renting that sucker out. Hey, you're a family in from uh, out of town. You want to go to Disney World? You want to go to Universal? You want to do all this stuff? It's uh, I was I was impressed by ours. Ours, ours was a nice one. And I tell you. Yeah, no, we we, we had friends very close to you and the ones that were owned by the same people. Very impressed with those. This was wow. just on another part of the same lot. It was this, there's like three different property managers in that thing. And we got the bad one. Oof. So it was oh, like we're... luck of the draw. We had actually rented the one near you that some of our friends stayed in. And we went to the other one and we're like, oh, crap. We drew the short straw on that one. We got. I was I was staying with a bunch of the guys from the uh, the America First uh, Media Campus. They wanted to. We wanted to make a big splash. It was kind of like our coming out party for a bunch of projects we're working on. 
and these guys brought all their Harleys. There was like nine or ten Harleys. We were loud. The people knew we were there. But it was so it was so awesome because they had the American flags on the back of them. You knew exactly where we were visually. And then when they fired those machines up, like Harleys are already loud. Harleys are already loud. Mm-hmm. But uh, my boy Sammy had tricked them all out so they were like extra loud. It was crazy. It was like a pack of wolves. We could we we're like sitting out on the patio at night after a long day at CPAC, which we'll get into more of that too. Uh, and like other, you know, a couple guys would go out for a ride and just people applauding them, people applauding them, you know, for the American flags and all this stuff. And it's crazy, but we're sitting out on the patio uh, having drinks at night and just, you know, chilling. And you'd hear a loud bike off in the distance. And uh, this dude could tell you who it was. Like you'd you'd hear it off in the distance, and he'd go, "No, that, that's not Joe. That's not Joe. That's that's Benny. That's Benny." And then, like, sure enough, five minutes later, Benny comes rolling in. It was great. It was so cool. It makes me want to ride a motorcycle. It makes me want to learn how to ride. But here's here's a sad thing. I don't think I can. Uh, I don't think I can uh, shift with my feet. I really don't. I need. I'm. I'm gonna need an automatic. I'm going to need an automatic Harley. And I don't know if those exist. Okay, no, they don't. They don't. Uh, (laughs) I don't think they do. But I think they do in like the three-wheel kind. There you go. Uh, But I don't know. There's this guy that drives around my town. And it's like he's got one of the three-wheel motorcycles. But it has like a funny car body on it. So it actually has doors. And two seats on the front. And he drives that thing all over town like it's this freaking car. And it cracks me up every time I see it. I mean, it can go. Like, I mean, it can ride in traffic like you would think a car should be able to. But it's just, it's crazy. It's bright orange. I think it's hysterical. I love it. Uh, here's the deal. with uh, I've, I've looked a lot. You see a lot of those guys like out uh, touring. Those are like mm-hmm. the, the, the three-wheelers. You know, you see them in Montana and crap like that. And you're just like, that makes a lot. Of, you're like, that makes a lot of sense. But that totally takes away the sex appeal of it, you know, like if I'm going to ride a bike, it's got to be it's got to be two wheels. I want I want to be blasting by somebody. I want the girls to get the squishies. And I don't think the three wheelers give the girls the squishies. Right. You're not going to get turned on by some guy on a. a No, the the three wheel is what you get after you've been riding a two wheel for years and you already got the girl who's going to have a squishy for you and you just get the three wheel so you can keep riding and relax. That's why you get the three wheel. Yes. And then I can't I can't just skip straight to the three wheelers. I need I need a couple years of like a legit motorcycle where chicks are just like, ooh, where's he going? He looks dangerous. Squish, squish. And you're not going to get that with the uh, with the tricycle, with the big tricycle. <laughs> There's a sad. No, probably to those. not. You're like, you're like, oh, uh, I bet that guy was in a wreck, and now he wants to be safe. <laughs> no, it's what all my like seventy year old biker friends ride, with the exception of one who's seventy eight who still goes on two wheels. Oh, mm-hmm. all these guys had all these dudes that I was hanging out with had cool nicknames. There was a, a dude. <laughs> He was like went to CPAC with the mob. <laughs> right? <laughs> there was a guy there was a guy who drove up from the uh, Daytona area and his name was Slice. 
Uh, <laughs> of course it he, was. Right. And he's he's no spring chicken. But when you talk to this guy about his life, he's just got it wired. He's just mm-hmm. got it wired. He's oh, got yeah. big. He's got a big mobile home. He can put mm-hmm. his bike on the back. He just roams around to all these warm spots and hooks up, you know, and gets the water and the electricity, takes his bike out, goes for rides and just. This is uh, what gypsies do. Yes. And there's yes. something super appealing about it. There's something mm-hmm. super appealing. No, dude, because I drove to Orlando, right? Yes. And you drive through this southern part of Georgia and you're coming into Florida and there's like 50 RV dealerships. And I'm like, I want one. I want one. I want one. Oh, my God. All right. I want one. I'm I'm telling the (laughs) listeners right now, I swear to you, we're going to talk about Ukraine. We're going to talk about some political stuff. But right now, I I find this to be so much more interesting and fulfilling. I'm telling you what, Gimlet. I see some mobile homes out there and I see some tiny homes out there. Yes. I, I, I I took a screen grab of one off of Instagram the other day. And I'm just like, and it's, it wasn't one of those. Uh, I plan to make a joke. I plan to make the joke. Cause you always see those posts on Facebook. Like would you live here for a million dollars, bitch. I would live there for $5. I would. <laughs> I love seen, it. I have seen some uh, sweet ass tiny houses and I've seen some mm-hmm. incredible uh, like mobile homes, prefabricated yeah. homes, RVs with, oh my gosh. And you can get those things gently used. It's going to be the RV show. That's what we should do. We should send a, a group I of think, people out to a, like an RV show. I think we need, We I would do that in a heartbeat. I know a guy that that is like works for one of the RV sellers and goes to those all the time. Like I'd that's love, his job. <laughs> I'd love to send a video crew to one of those just to talk about what's going on. That's well, super appealing we, to me. We went to the last beer fest we went to in Asheville. It was outdoor living themed. So all of the beer makers bought, brought these crazy tricked out vans, like old old school vans that had had like the guts taken out and just like tricked out to travel the country in then you had these people bringing these things that like had a hot tub inside i mean it was crazy yes yes i could uh i could definitely see me doing that in the not too distant future that would be great i'm in love with the old school airstream look you know, I do. I love those too. I love the look yes. of them. And mm-hmm. I, 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 you have to think that like Airstream, you know, realizes that when you see one of those things, you're oh, like, yeah. wow, that's so cool. And I'm sure they have yep. like super modern ones with the pop out mm-hmm. walls and the little, I like it all. I like that little, uh, that little, uh, like that overhang awning thing that pops out <laughs> that you got a little patio you sit there in your lawn chair. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Charlie Sheen had a great one. Charlie Sheen had a great big yeah. mobile home that was like his mobile dressing room. It had the walls that popped out and the big patio. And he had uh, like big screen TVs that he could put out on the mm-hmm. side. It was great. Okay. So that's that's uh, our comparison. That's too funny. I don't want to I don't want to ride a three wheeler because it won't give girls squishy. Ooh, I want the RV with the patio. Could it be? <laughs> 
could it be? But it's got to be able to drag your two-wheel bike like your buddy. That's right. He fixed it That's for you. That's right. So when I come home, I can do some hard pounding, just some raw male energy pounding. <laughs> and then make sure I get to bed early, take my vitamins. Okay. Yeah. Um, I had this deep thought the other day, and I, and I thought it was worth repeating. Uh, like, the essence of it is this. Like, don't forget the past, but keep your eye on the future. That's, I just want to say that out loud. Um, and when I say don't forget the past, if this is a, like, what's going on with Ukraine? This is a, this is my transition into Ukraine, which will probably take us into the next block because there's a lot to talk about. Everyone seems to forget that human beings are capable of the most horrific crap. Like that, that's the lesson we can never forget. You guys, we're, we're not evolving as fast as people want us to evolve. We're not some, some you know, peaceful ET space aliens. No, we are still like hardcore animals. And, and with, with Ukraine and with COVID, as much as people can't imagine it, oh, I'd say, oh, this and that, I can, I can, I can imagine it very easily because here we are. We are still in a big giant game of world domination. The borders are not set in stone. You know, uh, Putin wants wants some extra. He wants some extra, and he's prepared to do some mean shit to get his extra. And if and if you're not prepared to hit back, well, then he's gonna get it. He's gonna get it. The bullies win. The bullies win a lot of times unless you're ready to stand up to them. And then uh, I, I I very much want to hear your your question of Ukraine. And before I can already hear the people starting. Oh, I had some dude. Uh, it really bugged me. Comment on one of my YouTube videos like, I didn't expect to hear you beating the war drums. These idiots that are trying to make it uh, one side or the other, is it's really stupid. Listen, I can be pissed off. I can be uh, bummed out, disappointed, and motivated that, that Russia's doing this to Ukraine. That doesn't mean... Uh, that I think, oh, Ukraine is the perfect society because I got I got buddies going, hey, they're all corrupt. And but so so you've got some corrupt leadership. So that means your people get to die and, and we don't do anything. But no, I'm also not asking for people to sign up and join the military and get dropped off over there. I'm just saying we got to recognize it for what it is. Uh, Putin wants some more shit. And he's not taking no for an answer. So Skadoosh. I need I'm even conflicted on that. Okay. See, this is why this is why uh, we discuss these things. What do you what are you thinking? Um, you got some tinfoil. Because okay. you might want to put a hat. Here we go. Here we go. But let, let her rip. Let wrong? her rip. How often are we wrong when we come to consensus on something? Not very often. <laughs> okay. So what do you got? So okay. So I took I went to the rabbit hole into the rabbit hole on Ukraine when they impeached Trump over the call with Zelensky. Right. Yeah. What I found is that Glenn Beck and Oliver Stone came to the same conclusion I did. Like, there's probably not three people in this world who come at things differently than those three people. Right. Glenn Beck. Oliver Glenn, Stone. Glenn Beck, Oliver Stone and who else? Me. Okay. So, yes, Ukraine is a corrupt oligarchy. 
It's been a proxy war with Russia since at least 2012. Okay. The revolution that happened there in 2014 was one we engineered and we started because we taught left-wing activists and George Soros-funded NGOs how to do that via social media. Okay, so we placed, you. there's a, a phone call big, with Victoria Newland, who was the EU ambassador at the time, saying, fuck the EU, this is who's going to be president there. Okay, that phone call got leaked. We engineered it just like we engineered Arab Spring. The Bidens profited off of it. You, there's pictures of John McCain with literal neo-Nazis going, these are my boys, because they were against the president at the time. The whole thing is disgusting. And no, I do not believe that means that the Ukrainian people deserve what's happening at all. But it is a corrupt oligarchy. It's always been a corrupt oligarchy. Nothing about that changed with the election of Zelensky. And I believe this confrontation confrontation with Russia on the part of the U.S. and the West is intentional because Joe Biden undid everything that was keeping Putin from doing it under the Trump administration. And the whole thing is just some fancy ass bullshit right now because we're talking to Russia through back channels to negotiate the new Iran deal. Yes. Okay. So I want to take a step back. We got we're going to we're going to go we're going to go back into that too, which is completely ridiculous, which is a great which goes to my, you know, don't forget history but look at the future. And that one has me, and I want to devote more time to it later, but it's like, so in my opinion, China unleashed this virus and they didn't care. Yeah. Well, they cared a little bit who who it killed. They wanted to make sure it didn't kill them. Like Xi. But, yeah. Like, uh, Xi and the CCP had to be all right. So, yes. So I'm in my gut tells me China did it on purpose. Mm-hmm. Fine. And then here you have... Uh, Putin, and I'm being sarcastic here, doing the unthinkable by invading Ukraine. Oh, goodness. And now we're, we're if, if ever there was a time where you didn't want uh, Iran to have a nuke, how many people need another reminder that human beings are capable of really great evil? And when you're dealing with a religion that's like, hey, I'm looking forward to going and uh, going out as a martyr. And in getting my soft spot to land in heaven, you don't want you don't want these very well, deeply religious people to have nukes. Okay, so and, that was and, a big. That was a not big, only, not that only was that. A big lead up. I have this question. Oh, I have this sorry. question. No, no. I want to. It's it's all good. I just don't want to skate by this too fast. Okay. So why do you think uh, Putin has done this? Why do you think he's back in the Ukraine? Um. And it's it's seriously, it's not a trick question. It's not a trap. It's it's like no, 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 no. If I had to summarize this, and and I God, I would need like a five hour podcast to explain this all because yeah. the gypsy goes down a lot of rabbit holes. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I like to, I like to, I like to have context for things. Right now, what you're seeing on social media has no context, and it is absolutely excuse my French, fucking insane. That the president of Ukraine thinks we're going to enforce a no-fly zone against Russia. That's nuts. Yes. You want World War III? Like, no. So something is going on. But if you look at it, Vladimir Putin 
best I can tell, back to 2014 when he went into Crimea in the first place. Yes. Right? This is not new, in other words. Um, he's a Russian nationalist. Okay? So he is a nationalist socialist. When you look at Biden and the EU and the people in Davos, they're international socialists. And that's where you're seeing this conflict arise. Okay? Okay. The other thing that's I want you to hold on. I want you to hold on. We're going to take a break and we're going to summarize and we're going to come back with with more of this because this is definitely, definitely, definitely worth talking about. Vladimir Putin and Zelensky and what the flip is actually going on. Stay tuned, you sexy heathens. We'll be right back after commercial for Boner Pill or something. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Love This Party Radio Free Blaga Blaga. Okay, we're talking about we're talking about what Putin is doing and why, because that's what. Uh, and, uh, and I'm gonna let you jump right back in, uh, Gimlet, because that's what that's to me the big hiccup in all of this. That's the big hiccup. They're like, oh, he's a mad dog. He's crazy person. He's next Hitler. Nope. Nope. I don't think so. I don't think so. So, so get, I want to get back to, to your response. Like, like, so why do you think he's doing this? Why we, I know why he's doing it now. I know why he's doing it now. Cause you got a puss puss in the white house. Like you can see the pattern. Right. <laughs> he, had well, a, he, had a, um, he had a puss in Obama. He took some stuff. Then in, then, uh, and then you get Trump. So you got to hold off. Then you wait till you get another puss puss in there and then you restart it. So I want to, I want to hear your thoughts. If you, if, so we have the national socialist, that would be G, right? That yes. would be the mullahs. That would be the Cuban people. That would be the, the Russian government. Okay. And then you have the international socialist, which is most of the West. 
And and when when you have national socialists, they're very xenophobic. They're very like you go to that country and you are seen as other. I mean, if you want to talk about a country that treats blacks horrifically, you should be talking about Russia and China. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. So anyway, that's just that that's where we are. Um, Vladimir Putin and the Crimean um, invasion of 2014, as far as I can see, is influenced heavily by a Russian philosopher called Alexander Dugin. Okay. He's a okay. bad dude. He's part he's of what? what they, he's a bad guy, oh, okay. but he's a sneaky bad guy because he says a lot of things that a lot of American conservatives will nod to. And that's where you're getting accusations of Putin love. That's not what it's about. So yeah. when you look at what Dugan wants, he wants a very um, localized society with local control. It's almost it, it, it's almost similar to what the the severe climate people want, right? They're very Malthusian. They want us to go back to very agrarian, very local, very local control. Um, and and it's a big T traditionalist is what it's called. So when they talk, but he talks about it very high level and it would almost line up with like our 10th amendment, right? Holy crap. Why is, okay, we've gone to Russian philosophers. Now we're at the 10th amendment, but like, seriously, like nutshell, why do you think Putin's doing it now? Because of this guy and the big, traditionalist movement he wants to get all ethnic russians back to russia i would be i think that's as as good as an explanation as any now he got his warm water port for his navy when he took crimea right yeah i mean he he got his port back when he did that that was a that was a defensive move but crimea is also a russian-speaking province yes Yes. And I mean, you know, I can't pretend to know what the the ethnic Russians in Ukraine want. I don't know that they want to be part of Russia. Um, but, you know, they did, quote unquote, elections, which were probably about as valid as the one here in 2020. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, but I mean, and, 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 and here's what, what what who are we to say a thing? Who is Justin Trudeau? Who is the prime minister of Australia with what you've done to your own freaking populations? Yes. <laughs> You're yammering about democracy in Ukraine. You can kiss my ass. Well, if there's uh, if there's one thing that we've learned about this is uh, never give up your nukes. Never give up your nukes. When uh, when Ukraine got their independence not too long ago, then they were like, oh, peace, love and understanding. And they gave up their nukes. None of this happens. None of this happens if uh, if Ukraine still has nukes. And I tell you, if I if I'm Putin, if I'm Putin, th the time's never going to get better. It's never. It's the longer you wait to do this. And this is horrible. And I'm not. Listen, I'm not trying to sympathize with Putin. I'm not trying to glorify him. I'm just saying if you if you look at this through the lens of a supervillain, like which is always fun to do. You know, when you look at at world events, if you're Putin and you know you want this, you got this tasty morsel that used to be Russia for a long, long time. And it's like tick tock on the clock. You you got to if you're going to do it, the timing's never going to be good. It's always going to look bad. So you might as well just do it now. It's uh, it's horrible. It's it's horrible. And my heart goes out to the people of Ukraine 
And uh, boy, I hope they can. I hope they can hang in there. I hope they can uh, hang on to some of their country. Good lord. Uh, and I don't know what's. Go ahead. You've got something. I've got a much bigger concern, and it'll affect people in Ukraine, all over Western Europe, and the globe more generally, and Jesus, certainly everybody and, here in America. Then get. Let's hear that. Okay. A long time ago, the U.S. looked at OPEC and said, all oil is going to be sold in the U.S. dollar. Yeah. Okay, that's what the SWIFT system actually is. That's why it's there. Okay? Yes. If we don't start freaking producing, we won't take Russian oil, and OPEC has given us the middle finger because we're dealing with Iran, how long before... The dollar is no longer the reserve currency for oil. Oh, it, it's it's TikTok on the clock for that. It, it, everybody knows that we got to start. We got to get back to energy independence. Elon, um, I was Sonny Hostin on the View said it. It's Elon Musk is saying it. That's what I find. That's what is like. So one of the one of the incredibly cool things about Elon Musk, the dude who started and owns Tesla, is like. You guys, we gotta. <laughs> you guys, like this he's is a transition. Business. It's not a flip. A flip a switch. He's in the business of selling electric cars, and is like, you guys, this is stupid. It's incredibly stupid. We have uh, very, very stupid people at at the helm, and that's why we gotta we we gotta stay motivated on all this stuff. We need more good people at every level of government because it is. It, it's it's incredibly disgusting when you can so easily see the manipulation. And, That's and just, why it's it's got to be intentional. This yes. isn't an accident. This isn't that they're stupid. Whoever is running Joe Biden knows exactly what they're doing, and it's evil. It's it, evil it on steroids. Yes. Yes. Like if you uh, want to look at existential religious level evil, you have to look at what's going on on the world stage right now. Yeah, Zelensky's a freaking hero. So what? He's doing exactly what a national leader should be doing when his country's under attack. Would our leaders do that? Of course not, because they're a bunch of freaking kleptocrats. Okay. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Look at Zelensky. Would Trudeau do that if we just went and invaded Canada? Of course not. He'd flee to Cuba. Stay with Trudeau, his dad's family. Trudeau couldn't handle it when when truckers were honking their horns. <laughs> he, he, he faked COVID to get out. That was it's his like, finance minister. She's evil as fuck. Oh, and this this goes back to the Ukraine thing. Uh, this morning, uh, Visa and Mastercard announced that yeah, we're not going to be doing business with with uh russia anymore i don't know what their backup systems are but i've seen pictures of like uh like apple pay stopped a long time ago okay. and i guess a bunch so, of russians use that for the subway system and the train and so the people of russia just you're bumming you're bumming this whole digital currency wow digital currency right. the only thing that looks good to me right now is bitcoin and and good old-fashioned uh gold Barbie. something like william devane over here <laughs> I no, want, Bitcoin, I want absolutely. Cash. If you're not, if you don't have your own wallet now, you're insane. Yeah. Okay, that's number one. Number two, 
Oh God, how do I even put this? I don't even know how to say that. I'll come back to it. How's I that? like turtles. Go ahead. I, I love turtles. Um, <laughs> okay, so like I have no choice but to say this out loud because it's exactly how it feels. Okay? Mm-hmm. Ukraine is the new vaccine. Yeah. Everybody yeah. who had vaccinated on their thing. And, and the reason I know this is because every platform I go to, regardless of the pers- purpose of the platform, I'm getting all this pro-Zelensky. Like, Zelensky's the new Fauci. Okay? He's untouchable. You can't say anything remotely to question Zelensky. Like, I just did. What the fuck does he think we're going to do? We're going to put up, you know, an air blockade. That's war. No. Um, why the fuck would he even say that out loud? Zelensky? Yes. Because you got to ask. You got to ask. If it, Listen, My if I'm goodness. Zelensky, I would want, and, and I think a lot of people think that like uh, no-fly zones are like magical, mystical, like something out of Star Wars. But there's, there's a lot of things that happen on the ground for no-fly zones. You need anti-aircraft. You need people on the ground. You got to be able to, if a pilot gets shot down, you got to send out people to save him. There's a lot of stuff that happens on the ground. It's not like you're going to fly your X-wing around and then just return to base. It's not. But you got to ask. You got to ask. Listen, and this is, there's something almost uh, wonderfully ingenious about this it's like it's like uh it's like a tar pit trap if you if i'm not i'm not criticizing Zelensky. it's at the at the very basic level i'm not cool with countries invading other countries that's just it that's just it uh so but if you come across as this like oh they're using this as a distraction from then the left can go, oh, look at you, you heartless bastard. You're okay with Hitler running across Europe? You're okay with World War Three? And it's like, no, no, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's horrible. It's a wonderful trap. First of all, first of all, though, you're talking to Gen X about World War Three. We've had that hanging over our heads since the day we were born. <laughs> like we're Cold War kids. You're not. I mean, we did, we did bomb drills. We did air raid drills. We went under our desks. Like, that was yes. going to protect you from anything, okay? Like, when we were kids, the idea that somebody was going to launch off and respond with 13,000 nuclear weapons and just blow up the whole rock you're standing on was, like, legitimately something you were told when you were, like, eight. Yes, yes. So and don't then- come at me with the World War Three shit because none of and- these people want to die. They like themselves too much. Exactly, and then, like, and like, here's Putin. The reason, uh, the reason he's taking Ukraine is he wants uh, more real estate, more real estate that he can use. Now, I know they went after Chernobyl or whatever. What a great distraction! It's uh, okay. well, uh it, it all comes how, back to this. How, notice how, in the age of the Green New Deal, we had just the situations we needed to scare everybody about nuclear again. Yes. Yes, nothing is a quit. Nothing is a coincidence. That's what's driving me nuts. This all seems like such performative bullshit to me that is costing real lives. Not that Putin cares about the Russian army because he doesn't. No. Right? They're all conscripted. They're just they're just they're fodder. Okay. The Ukrainian people probably care a little more, but here's my issue. 
All right. So I, I feel terrible for the Ukrainian people. I went on my bike ride today and I saw a dad riding with his daughter and she just started riding two wheels and he's beaming in pride. There are those dads in Ukraine. You know where else those dads are? In fucking Russia. Why do you think it is fine to starve the Russian pe people because they have a bad leader? Why do you think it's fine to pull out of there and take away the meager jobs these people have when they have an individual per person GDP of $10,000 a year? You're taking that away? Well, I think what you're hoping, what you're hoping is that you will, the, the Russian people will be so upset that they'll overthrow uh, Putin. I, oh man, I had the funniest joke the other day on Twitter and it got no love. It's when uh, Lindsey Graham was talking about how uh, Putin should be taken out. They should just take him out. He's talking about assassinating Putin. And I'm like, uh, somebody should tell Putin that not to worry. Lindsey Graham never does what he says he's going to do. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. So before we run out of time in this block, uh, these are the same brainiacs who are who are still talking about Iran having a nuke and and they're not going to drill uh for American energy independence and don't forget with the rona don't forget this you guys we still can't make antibiotics here if ever and this this is the part that really disgusted me with the state of the union we're kind of glossing over a bunch of stuff right here oh but my when, god the state of the union I when Joe when Joe Biden tries to do this America first crap Oh, we're gonna we're gonna buy in America. He was talking about controlling the border. He was talking about we want to fund the police. Boy, that get ready for the biggest mental switcheroo you've ever seen. That was the starting gun on that one. However, uh, I will do political kung fu with that at, so fast it'll make your head spin. If we we it's do not need. gonna change policy, it just changed no. rhetoric. Because yeah. as soon as he said the border, what did he say? We need a pathway to citizenship for the two million people he just let in. It, it nothing about what they're trying to accomplish has changed. They're just couching it in something that nobody believes. That's yeah. the most offensive thing about all of this, right? You're constantly told things that you you, you just can't believe. Like you know they're not true. You know they're not true. But yes. you're afraid to say anything unless you're crazy like we are. Well, that is uh, th that is the 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 great big. Uh, I mean, there's just there's just so much disinformation and lies and hey, look over here and misdirection and all that crap. I'm still not over. Oh my God, there's so many things I'm still not over. I'm still not over uh, Hillary and and her campaign spying on Trump. I'm still not over uh, the, the people who unleashed this virus. I'm I'm. I'm digging in on these. And and, there, and there's also some good news, though, that these guys are not getting enough love at all, <clears throat> is the uh, the USA Freedom Convoy. You've got a boatload of truckers descending on uh, D.C. today. That's happening. Uh, we, we, we record this on a, on a Sunday. So that's happening. I was I did a radio interview in Columbus and it, the. Uh, the the DJ was telling me that the, the truckers had just come through Columbus, Ohio, and he said it was just absolutely stunning and wonderful and great, and it was ginormous, and it took the longest time. And I'm like, uh, I don't want to leave those guys out in the cold. You, you, we can we can never uh, forget 
just what they try to do. That was another humdinger from the State of the Union, Gimlet, when uh, when Biden is like, we shouldn't let COVID divide us. And you're like, you dick. He you tweeted dick. it. <laughs> right. I saw losing. that tweet. My head almost exploded. Yes. This is the guy who's like, well, if you don't this get the vaccine, you should probably lose your job. You, uh, If you don't have a vaccine lost passport, our you patience. probably Yes. We're losing our patience. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Yes. Oh, we shouldn't Who let it writes go by these us, speeches. Like, stop letting the interns do it. He was racing through that speech. He was like that. Ra- he said that Putin would never take the hearts of the Iranian people. Oh, and and then you you got the clip of uh, Kamala Lala Ding Dong in the background trying to whisper the answer to him. She's like, Ukrainian, Ukrainian. It's It was bad. But he had that crazy uh, all black eye thing going on that he had in the debates. Whatever it's the medi- evil. It's evil. Yeah, whatever medication they have him on, I, I think it, uh, there's a, the dose wears off. after Vitamin K. Time. Say what? Vitamin K. Yeah, it was... Uh, it was it was creepy to watch. Why I've never he, seen. Like, he went to Delaware while the Ukraine is under attack. Like the attack is brand new, and he still went to Delaware the weekend before the State of the Union because he had to because he requires medical treatment, and nobody needs to sign a log when they go to his personal residence. If you guys don't know that by now, you're crazy. <laughs> oh man. I've, I, I, it's, it's horrible. Uh, the, the whole Ukraine thing for everybody involved, for everybody involved. And, and the one thing, uh, you know, as, as our lives remain unchanged, you sure. just, if my big takeaway from this is like, people are just capable of ginormous acts of absolute cruelty and violence and, and we're living in a fool's paradise over here. We're living in a fool's paradise. And it's oh yeah, dangerously close let's to reopen it. the let's reopen the negotiations with Iran. Hey, don't worry, Russia. Don't worry. We're still gonna we're gonna oh we're gonna condemn you. You've done a bad thing. But if we could still get some oil, that'd be sweet. That'd be kind of nice. Hey, Russia, you've done a bad thing. Hey, could you do us a favor? Could you call up the Iranians and and help us work out a deal with them? Holy crap! Holy crap! It's like one big giant game of risk. And it's like the big, the worst kabuki theater I've ever seen. <laughs> yes. And and you've got Joe Biden, who's been wrong about everything, and John Kerry, who's been wrong about everything, and the Democrats, who been they have been wrong about everything, all of their policies. And, and it's just ridiculous to keep being told, oh, no, we're right. We just got to try. I, it makes me, I, I about lose my mind. Whenever uh, Biden and the gang get up and start talking about jobs reports. Oh, we've created. Dick, you have not created anything. Anything. Not not one. We're still below the levels of uh, the Trump administration since before the pandemic. And they're still out. We created more jobs. Okay. We're taking a little break. Taking a little break. And and we're taking a turn into uh, big news about that show tonight about the america first the warehouse and the media campus 
We got all kinds of stuff going on. We got Britney Spears naked news. You know you want to come back for that. Poor girl. Oh, shush. (laughs) We'll be right back. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy. Here we go. It is the What's on the Web Entertainment Party podcast. Well, I don't even know what I'm saying. It's uh, it's what's on the web and also the world of entertainment, but it's mostly stuff on theloftestparty.com. I want to kick it off with this, Gimlet. Here's where I want to start. Uh, that show tonight, and you know we're filming there at the America First Warehouse, or as some call it, the America First Media Campus. There's so much going on now uh, over there. Okay, so... <clears throat> I can finally uh, get this one out. So I, I told you guys how uh, Jim Brewer joined the cast, and we're going to be announcing a show with with Jim uh, very soon. We're adding a couple more people to the cast. We got we got Nick Cersei in there. Nick's Nick's a great guy. We did uh, a secret test on Friday, last Friday, a secret test. We have a new set. We have new lights. We've uh, improved our sound. If there was ever a time where you wonderful people wanted to put your money where your mouth is and subscribe to that show tonight, uh, now's the time. Jump in. It's awesome. Use the code TLP. That's all in caps, TLP. Uh, You'll save some bucks. But Somebody has to be making fun of these morons. It can't be just me. Uh, And other people get unplugged. They get shut down. So that show tonight, we did one of the funniest. I think it's hilarious. And it it really bums me out that people are getting this whole thing twisted. I did a, a fake MyPillow commercial. And and the the premise for the commercial, because you guys, I dig Mike Lindell. I like his story. I like the products. I love what he's doing. I love that he stands up for what he believes in. And for for people to think that I'm taking a shot at Mike Lindell really bums me out. But we did this ad 
called My Pillow Guy's Secret Weapon. And I, I came up with this thing where Mike Lindell has had enough. You know, cancel cultures come for me. The banks don't want to do business with me. I was hoping it wouldn't come to this, but here we go. He has he has a pillow that uh, like plays the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence, and it uses the power of repetition and hypnosis to turn even the most hardcore liberal into a freedom loving uh, Republican. I thought it was hilarious. I just absolutely hilarious. And and I'm telling you, one out of 10 comments is like, oh, great. Make fun of Mike Lindell. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like it's like you guys, you guys, you guys. At no in no way, shape or form that I make Mike Lindell look bad. I'm not trying to make him look like a moron. And I'm not I'm not even making fun of the commercials. I'm trying to do the thing that Mike Lindell can't do. And I went out of my way thinking, boy, if he saw this, he would he would laugh hilariously and go, boy, I wish I did have those pillows. I'd be using them right now. So I just wanted to say that publicly that really. Uh, listen, I'm not going to. It's like uh, Ronald Reagan's uh, 11th commandment. I don't want to I don't want to I, I don't want to do friendly fire. I don't want to make I'm not making fun of Lindell. I'm, it's. I'm not going to take pot shots at people who I think are really doing what they believe in and and all that good stuff. So just untwist your <clears throat> untwist your panties and relax and enjoy my pillow guy's secret weapon. Okay, so uh, we got Brewer in the show. We're adding more people to the show. The set looks great. The lights look great. It is legit and we got a bunch more content that's going to be coming out some of it is going to be behind the paywall a lot of it will be public then you guys will be able to share it but this is the endeavor this is the i, I was interviewed by uh uh christian toto from hollywood and toto and it's it's the kind of endeavor i'm not i'm not gonna beg you know but uh this is the endeavor if you really want to get involved in the in the culture oh and this drove me crazy at CPAC drove me crazy at CPAC. It's like uh, 10 years since Andrew Breitbart passed away. And so they did this huge, huge tribute to Andrew Breitbart, which is fine, which is very well worth it. Andrew Breitbart understood something. Politics is downstream from pop culture and Breitbart, Andrew Breitbart wanted it all. He wanted movies. He wanted music. He wanted TV. It's war he said so when when somebody like that show tonight comes across just tell your friends about it tell your friends about it subscribe support so that we can make it bigger and better and more awesome everybody is doing this everybody involved in this show is doing it one because there's so much ridiculous crap to make fun of and it's hilariously funny and why not why not have a show where you could kick back and go, oh, my God, when they were making fun of Nancy Pelosi, that was hilarious. When they were making fun of uh, of Anthony Fauci, that was hilarious. And the mask mandates, that was hilarious. And when that Trump guy, why not have that show? It's not going to listen. Hollywood's never going to give you that show. You're never going to get that show just out of, oh, look what wonderful happened. Somebody has to start. Somebody has to make it. We're doing it. 
So there you have it. I hope you will subscribe and I hope you laugh. I hope you laugh. I'm pretty sure you will. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to, there's so much here that I want to talk about, but I'm going to put the ball in your court. We're definitely going to be talking. Never mind. Never mind. I don't want to, I don't want to uh, get Gimlet on, on my track. What would you like to highlight from the loftusparty.com, Gimlet? Apparently Gen Z girls are growing out their body hair. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I gotta say, this was a thing with Gen X girls too. Like back in the day, Judy Bloom wrote a whole like soft core porn teen novel about, you know, some teenager being raised by a feminist and she had like long leg hair. Like, I don't know. I think this circles around every like 35, 40 years. Yeah. It's like it's, it's like some model does it and like she gets some attention and they go, oh, it's empowering. And then it's it's like a uh, it's when they try to make a politician happen and you're like, dude, give up. It's never going to happen. It's like hairy chicks, hairy girls. It's never going to happen. Sorry. It, it's just it's not a thing like most chicks don't even like hairy guys. Like, I don't understand. Like, I don't it's, know. It, just, it makes no sense to me. Yeah, I think I'm 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 not a fan of the hairy lady. I don't. Uh, and and listen, uh, hair removal on this is not something that just happened a couple years ago uh, and we're dipping our toe. This has been like thousands of years. This has been a long time. OK. Oh, there's another super, super funny one on the website. Uh, we did the, the 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 second dumbest man in the world. You guys need to watch that. That make that makes me laugh. That's hilarious. Okay, uh, uh, cranky Gordon. Gordon did a very very funny one where he he polled people on on Twitter to find out like the worst uh, CNN Plus shows because CNN's coming out with that streaming service. So people were making up the names and the ideas for fake CNN Plus shows, and that's that's hilarious. That's a good one. Check that out. Uh, I posted. Do you like the Pixies? Back in the day, I haven't heard them in a while. Okay. Okay. Then you need to click on their new single, Human Crime. It's like time travel. It's so good. It made my day the other day. And it sounds like the Pixies from back in the day. It, it was, I was just, I really dug it. I really dug it. And you'll, you're, I don't know. I, 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 I added it to my, my library just instantly, just absolutely. Instantly. Okay, well, I'll definitely take it, you know, going back to my nihilistic youth. Sure. Yeah. Lisa, <laughs> uh, Lisa K Tate who uh, posts wonderful stuff. She, she jumped right on it. She's like, oh my God, it's like when I was a DJ in college. It's just, mm -hmm. it's like time travel. And, and wonderfully enough, that's kind of what the song is about. So how great are the Pixies that they, they, that they could go back and it, it sounds like back in the day Pixies. And that if you look at the video, that's what it's about. It's about, can you go back and recapture that? And uh, they can, sonically they can. All right, our first review is in for uh, the Elden Ring. 
and there's no the in front. It's just called Elden Ring. It's this new video game uh, from the guys who did Bloodborne and uh, great video game company uh, it, from uh, from Studios, from Software. And here is a this is going to dovetail into Amazon's Lord of the Rings here. So this is the one that uh, Elden Ring. They hired George R.R. R. Martin as a consultant on it. And when I first saw the artwork from Elden Ring, uh, I'm like, okay, so this is a heavily influenced by Tolkien. Heavily. It's got Silmarillion written all over it, but it, it doesn't. It's like adjacent. The world looks similar, but there's it's 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 its own story and action and adventure. And I am cool with that. I am cool with that. These guys who developed this game are like, we want a game that's kind of set in the second age of Middle Earth, but not really. So we're going to we're going to have our own mythology. But visually, it's going to be that's how you do it. That's how you do it. The more I think about like Amazon's uh, Ring of Power series. And I don't want to go off on a huge tangent on it again. It's just so it's. It's disgusting. It's disgusting what they're doing by taking this like this, this it's his life's work. It's not like he just like sat down. He's not like uh, like uh, Brandon Sanderson or uh, or Patterson. Ooh, we, ooh, we got to talk about Patterson too. him and Dolly Parton. But it's, it's not like it's not like Tolkien is like Stephen King, like he was banging out uh, a new Middle Earth adventure every year. No, the guy wrote a handful of books, almost all of them about the same subject matter. And there's a timeline to it and there's a mythology to it. And he wanted to make a myth for his people. He didn't accidentally leave anybody out. Oopsie daisy. Nope. He wrote exactly what he wanted, invented languages, invented the, the writing of it, the speaking of it, invented mythologies. He made this big giant thing and to, and to watch Amazon just co-opt it and try to, ooh, we're going to inject it so it looks like the world today. It's gross. It's sick. Go make your own. Amazon, if you want, if you want a, a big mini series that has uh, elves and goblins and wizards and fucking do it. Do it up, but don't call it Tolkien. Don't try to just lift the parts you like. That's the disgusting part, the absolutely disgusting part. Okay. So this was my surprise. It's intentional. For you. Say what? It's intentional. It is. It they, is. They that's want what makes to take worse. all of our stories and all of our myths and ruin them. That is the goal of the left. That's why they knocked down statues. That's why they co-opt Martin Luther King and make his day about things he never said. That's why they yeah. have to erase the founding fathers. They'll erase Tolkien. They'll, they'll, they'll eventually ban 1984 because you can't like note. I mean, they use it as an instruction manual, right? Um, I'm back into Fahrenheit 451 now. And I'm just like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm going to do Brave New World. And then I'm probably going to jump off a building. Yes. Yes. Because it's all yes. crazy. It is. It's absolutely nutty, nutty, cuckoo. However, um, I saw this story this morning about uh, one of our heroes, uh, Dolly Parton, 
Mm-hmm. Evidently, that 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 James uh, Patterson. He's, he's he's a prolific author. He's like the most successful author of all yeah. time. You know, he's one of these guys where he's mm-hmm. writing a book, he's working on his second book, and he's got a third book that he's co-writing with someone else. He wanted to do. Yeah, he came up. He came up with a fantastic character in Alex Cross, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I His mean, character was, development was really good. He wasn't just, he wasn't cheap about it. Let's put it that I'm, way. He's great. Like there's a there's a reason he's so successful. <laughs> yeah. He don't suck. And and God bless him. He's he's doing a book and it, I think it comes out this week that was set in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. A uh, strong female, you know, a girl goes to Nashville to become a star and blah, blah, blah. She has adventures and yada, yada. He co-wrote it with uh, with Dolly Parton. And uh, in the book, our, our hero uh, meets up with like a, a an older has been uh, a woman who's been around the block in Nashville and tries to help this girl out and yada, yada. I, I believe there's like murder and, you know, all this good stuff. But it was this interview with Dolly. And she got super, uh, you know, inspired. And she wrote like 12 original songs, ironically, for a book. But she's smart. She knows they're going to turn it into a movie. And she played a couple of the tracks during the interview. And it sounded great. It sounded great. I I was completely delighted by like Dolly was banging out the hits. And I'm like, she's just sitting there just looking infinitely bangable infinitely adorable and just has her acoustic guitar and you're like how is she gonna do that how is she gonna play with those she can do it even with the big long nails god love her just well, I, I thought you were gonna say big something else oh oh her boobs looked fantastic her boobs looked fantastic she's like uh she's uh she's great and and <laughs> she's fantastic Okay, so speaking of fantastic boobs, that's our that's our our hard segue to uh, this is just a little a uh, little shout out to Britney Spears. You guys, uh, oh, and there's I, I put up a couple guides to uh, nude beaches. I can't stop thinking about summertime. So if you're looking to hit uh, a nude beach, which I highly recommend that you do it this summer, go go go. It's you're not gonna look you're not gonna be a supermodel tomorrow. So go. You're going to have a blast. I'm a big fan of the of the nudity. Britney Spears, though. This one just breaks my heart. She keeps posting like uh, like these like nude selfies and on on her Instagram. And she's got a nice little body. She's got a nice little body. And when she's old and gray, she can look back and go, oh, yeah, I was a hottie back then. Here's what gets me. There's something with her eyes. Like she you'll see she'll post uh, like just like it's like a still picture and she's got her hands over her nipples, whatever. And you're like, oh, yeah, she's great. She's she's an absolute smoke show. But like the look on her face and her eyes, it's just like I I don't know what's going on. But uh, medication. Yeah, I, I, I worry. I or she was on a ton of medication when her father would make her take it every day, and now she's not. Because she's acting yeah. like a manic freak. Yeah. It's, like, what uh, she's doing, like, is not healthy. When I, when I see your cosplay girls, I'm like, that's somebody who's loving what they're doing. They're having fun with it. It's a good thing. Right? Yes. 
Yes. When I see Britney Spears doing it, being that we haven't seen it in years and she came out of a conservatorship and we know she has mental health issues, it just breaks my heart. It's it's a bummer. It's a bummer. I really wish I really wish I could celebrate her nudity more. It's like, you know what it is? It's like uh, you think you're you think you're going to have a chocolate chip cookie and then you find out it's oatmeal raisin. That's how I feel. About Britney Spears nudity. You're like, yeah, check her out. Oh, oh, okay. She's off her meds. Or she's on new meds. Something. It's just not. So then I have to go to a, a post uh, like Lollipop Anakin just as a palate cleanser. Just she's uh, she's fantastic. Geeky, gamer, cosplayer, just having a blast. Listen, if you're a hottie, if you're out there listening to this, and you're a hottie, do yourself a favor. Get a couple costumes, get a lightsaber, get some lingerie, start picking, start taking pictures, and watch your Instagram blow up. It's uh it's it's that easy. It's that easy. All right, so everybody, you need to go uh, subscribe to that show tonight. I want to thank everyone at the America First Warehouse. I want to thank everyone at that show tonight. I want to thank you guys for listening to the show and telling your friends about it. To the Patreons for the Loftus Party, you're all magnifico, and uh, we're making a difference. And it's we're not just sitting around. We're making stuff happen, and you guys are a huge part of that. Gimlet and I are going to go, we're going to drift over to the Patreon portion of the show. If you want to hear that, you get. You know what you got to do. You know what you got to do. The Loftus Party on Patreon. All right. We love you. Why are those pants still on? We'll see you next week. Bye.